Hey there, it's Isaac from Powered by Rock to, here to bring Troy Cook from the punk band Ready, Set, Survive and the host of the Palapalooza podcast into the spotlight for a few minutes and make him sweat with some on-the-spot questions. Welcome, Troy. Are you ready to be put in the spotlight? Already sweating. All right. So as a San Diego native who represents the city quite well, what are your top three favorite bands from the city or surrounding areas, active or past? Oh, man, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, so I might as well say these guys because I'm wearing them, right? Okay. Aviator Stash, doing really cool things, great music. They hustle. The Rough, great music. They hustle. They work hard. And, uh, dude, I got to make it. Well, I got to say Nights Like Thieves. Okay. I got to 100% say Nights Like Thieves. And then I, I do have to shout out Unwritten Law, man. I mean, just growing up. Uh, I said Unwritten three, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, I knew you were going to say I'm usually hosting, and I get this all the time from guests. Like, I give them specific orders, and they don't <laughs> fucking listen. No. <laughs> Can we cuss? All right. It's all good. It's all good. I'll just I'll just edit that one out there and be like, Unwritten Law, you got enough attention. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they have. They've got all them. right. Question number two. Now, as a fellow podcast host, I say it's probably difficult sometimes to get your favorite, to know who your favorite guest is or, or say, you know, it's your own show. So you kind of, they're all like your children in some sense. So it's like hard to say who's your favorite guest or what's your favorite episode. But I'm going to ask you because I want you to be honest and tell me who is your favorite guest on the Palapalooza podcast? The Montel Jordans. Bam. Okay. Nice and easy. And I do have to shout them out too, because they're such rad guys. They're friends. They're an amazing band. The Montel Jordans, they get the most shit-faced award on the podcast. <laughs> uh, they came in pretty buzzed up. They left hanging from the rafters of my ceiling. My wife does uh, aerial silks in our house. Okay. You know, So we have a silk hanging down from the top of our ceiling. And these guys were like the only ones of, of any of the 200 bands that I've had at my house that came in my house afterwards and were like, hanging from the ceilings of this uh this aerial silk that's and, hilarious uh, and i'm they assuming were they weren't funny. as graceful as what your wife usually does they really sucked they really blew it dude <laughs> yeah it like, was, how it did was you funny. swing on this thing <laughs> yeah they were dude tim tim's a little guy dude he's the the lead singer he kills it and he was like dangling upside down like just <laughs> just hammered like having fun and that sort of like is representative of their live show like one of the f more fun live bands that I've seen in, in San Diego. And they're just, if you haven't checked them out personally, Isaac, you should do the Montel Jordan. I haven't, I, I've seen Shout them out. from your show, but I haven't actually checked out the music. So I will definitely do that. You'd like it. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Number three, not everyone will know this, but San Diego is just across the U S Mexico border from Tijuana, Mexico, also known as TJ. So what's the craziest thing I'm assuming you've been there. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen or done in Tijuana, Mex Tijuana, Mexico? Dang. So, yeah, I went there underage, of course, because that's yep. what you do in San Diego when you're in high school and you want to get hammered and go to bars. You go to uh, Revolucion yep. and there's a there's a bar called Safari there. And I just remember like the tequila girls with whistles going around. No crazy stories, but I will say my brother went down there. We've never been back since he got uh, the shit beat out of him down in Mexico and maybe he deserved it. But uh, <laughs> it was uh, we can laugh at it now, but it was pretty. It was pretty intense back then. Yeah. Uh, he, he got totally like cold clocked with like a, a forty bottle or maybe okay. just a beer bottle. Uh, you know, like any city or bar, it can be a little dangerous down there. But uh, I do, I do recall, you know, taking taxis. Do you know what those are, kids? Taxis. 
Uh, I took a taxi down to, to Mexico back, you know, back in the day in high school and we'd just get shit faced. Yeah. Good call yeah. on that one, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I, assuming there's some crazy shit. I mean, all you ever hear about Tijuana, Mexico is how crazy stuff is. I've actually never been there. Even though I've been to San Diego several times, I'm like, I should go check it out. I hear the beer is good there. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you, dude. Like I've talked with uh, several of my podcast guests are from Tijuana, Mexico. And I asked them like, how is Tijuana these days? You hear about cartel cutting people's heads off and all sorts of yeah. crazy shit. And they compare Tijuana to like, you wouldn't know like North park, like a, 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 yeah. a classier, like brewery type environment. So I think yeah. it really has come a long way. I think the observatories there, right? The I think venue. there could be. Yeah. 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 We open yeah. fun fact, uh, my band 20 year fix back in 2005 ish open for uh, strung out in Rosarito at, okay. uh, at Papa's and beers. So that's a little further South of Tijuana, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, there's some venues in Tijuana that are legit. Uh, I think it's called the Mustache. I haven't played them, but I hear that bands play them. So, uh, yeah, shout out TJ. <laughs> Very cool. All right, so this one's going to be a little bit more. You might have mm. to think about this for a second. Maybe not. Maybe you already know all the bands that you would put on this lineup. But uh, if you could put together a theme concert to best match the zombie apocalypse kind of theme, that ready, set, survive music projects kind of embed or, you know, kind of portray what other two bands would be on that bill and what would be the set order? Oh man, you're putting me on the spot <laughs> here, dude, for sure. Um, so it it's would have to be in, God damn it. It would have to be in my yard, right? Obviously just put it in my backyard and I'd, I'd sure. set up some Halloween decorations back there. Um, lo local bands. So, dude, we gotta we gotta put on um, uh, the frights. Okay. The fright. I'm it's, trying to think. I oh my god! You totally Google. put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> what's the? There's a couple like horror theme bands that are totally. I'm totally blanking, dude. It's so bad. This, of is, me. this is the whole point of this. This in the spotlight. It's supposed to make you sweat. Right. Right. Okay. Let's say the Midnight Block for sure. Those are that's a horror punk themed uh, band. Okay. Uh, Midnight Block. I'll throw them on. So there. I'm assuming you're closing the night out since it's your house. Ready, set, survive. Has to close, dude. Yeah. Um, the Jasons. I shouted them out in our full length episode. Uh, they mm -hmm. all wear these types of masks, you know, and they rock out. But they are not from San Diego. They're from the East Coast. They could bring um, them in for support. Yeah, yeah, they are sort of local bands. So let's yeah, just do get those some two. Free, free food and you can sleep in, in, on top of the pool. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, exactly. Dude, there's a band that I'm totally blanking on that's totally horror. The Writhers. God, okay. that was going to bug me. The Writhers. <laughs> they're totally rad. They did our Halloween episode uh, last year, Robert, Robert Writhe, and they are full on horror themed. I'm sorry, guys, if you're watching this and I, I forgot you. So yeah, it has to be like the the writhers and, and Midnight Block. I feel like are like the the horror punk rock bands here in San Diego. I will say this wasn't as embarrassing as when I had Adam from Adam Lorbach from Radical yeah. Radical and Homegrown oh. on. We presented him the award for uh, best new artist on our 2021 award show, and he forgot all the rest of the band members' names. In his own band. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Adam, you so, got me beat, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I usually don't do that, but yeah, it's totally blanking there. But but yeah, good question, man. Uh, I would right, and I so would love to do that. We've been known, ready, set, survive to throw Halloween shows here in San Diego. Uh, it's been a couple of years, but uh, we've we've done one at uh, Brick by Brick. We've done yeah. one up in uh, Legacy. Rest in peace, 
Um, so yeah, great question, dude. Cool. Well, here's a better one, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, come on. Number dude, five. Okay, so let's say there is a real zombie apocalypse. Mm-mm. How long do you stay in the realm of living before being bitten or whatever infected? And how are you eventually taken down? Wow. So I've kind of given some of this some thought. Yeah. Uh, it, it could strike some of your listeners the wrong way, but I own guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have, you know, I, I was into guns and shooting. And so I do have some uh, high powered guns, let's just say. Sure. Uh, so I think I would be camped out if, if this is answering your question. I think I'd be camped out. I know the exact spot I'd be in in my backyard where I have like a, a, a great view uh, from, from miles away. I, I'd have my scope out. And I think I would just uh, stock up, stock up my barn with some dried, dried goods and water, and just camp out in the yard with my, uh, with my rifle, with a scope. All that, that aside, you're still going to get bitten eventually. That's how the apocalypse works. How long does it take, and what? How is it going to happen? How are they going to finally get to you? You, you can't live alone by yourself, and 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 nobody else ever get infected near you. So somebody's going to get bitten. Something's going to happen. I think I'd probably eventually have to like make a trip down to like Seven Eleven for some like Twinkies. You know, I got to shout out Zombieland. I think I'd risk death for like some Sour Patch Kids at Seven Eleven. So I'd probably like make a trek down Bradley Avenue uh, with with rifle in hand, and I think I could probably go like two days, a couple days, where, yeah. where finally that that sugar craving would kick in. I'm a sugar guy, dude. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause that, you know, a lot of people might think, Oh, well, you know, obviously my wife's going to get infected and she's going to bite me or whatever. And I'm not going to know if she's infected yet. You went the, uh, you went the route of I'm basically just going to die because I'm, I've got the sweet tooth. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that. Cause my wife infected me with COVID. She was like the most paranoid <laughs> on the planet. That would have been dude. the easy answer. Like she's already got me once. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, that would have been the better. Yeah, she would get it and give it, yeah, and, and come yeah. home and attack like, honey, come here. I got to tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can see that happening for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank you so much, Troy, for being on the podcast today and for, you know, stepping in the spotlight. Guys, make sure to go to the episode notes below this to check out the the link to the new EP from Ready, Set, Survive called Aim for the Brain. It'll be out now. And also go check out the Palapalooza podcast that Troy hosts. It's very cool. Uh, you can go check it out on YouTube uh, and you know other places as well, but the links will be below this episode. Guys, thank you so much for watching this. Troy, thank you so much for being here. Until the next episode, guys, rock on.